Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is the games that women play. We're going to talk a little bit about the tests and the things that women do and say to test your strength. Now, the thing we got to understand is, like, why does a woman test? I mean, a woman bluffs to test your strength. She wants to see what you're really made of and whether you've been dating somebody for a couple of weeks or you've been married to her for five years or you're talking to a woman that you just met 30 seconds ago women can't help but constantly test your strength to see what you're made of because they're looking for signs of neediness insecurity or traits that you may be a guy that's a stalker or a potential abusive boyfriend and so they're always looking for little signs and little tells and I go into extensive detail about these. I mean, there's literally hundreds of little things that women do and they say to test your strength. And I go go into detail of this in my book so you can learn to recognize this behavior. Because when a guy, like like for me, when I was learning this stuff, and, and man, you'll see here in a minute when I go through this email that I got from this guy, is that we can become totally overwhelmed by our emotions, our feelings of neediness, insecurity, doubt about ourselves. I mean, we, human beings, we have two primary fears. The first one is fear that we won't be loved, and the other fear is that, f that we're, we fear that we're not enough. In other words, we fear that we don't have what it takes within us to accomplish something that we want or to attract the ideal lover into our lives. And so, like for me, growing up in a household where I'd never learned how to healthy, in a, or I should say in a healthy way, to interact in a relationship with a woman, just because of the fucked up dysfunctional family that I came from, and so I had to learn all of these behaviors, and I learned them as an adult, whereas if I'd have grown up in a a healthy household where mom and dad are totally in love with each other and plus they understand how to communicate like adults and they understand things that only 3% of people that are in relationships actually understand, then I would have turned out perfect and you would have never known who I was because I wouldn't have had all these things that I had to overcome. But what's cool, or I say what I like about what I do, is that I can read an email from a guy who's going, I know exactly what he's going through, I know exactly what he's feeling, I know exactly what he's thinking, and I know exactly the mistakes that he's going to make before he even makes the mistakes, and so I can see these things ahead of time. And so when I'm giving guys advice, it's because I've already been around the block a hundred times in a, one particular situation, I've learned the hard way that their behavior is going to get them rejected. And at the end of the day, there's an old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. And so what happens a lot of times is, is that, you know, especially when a guy starts using the things I teach, is he might be okay for the first few weeks, and then things start going well, and they go better than they've ever gone with a woman. And what do they do? I just throw everything right out the window that got them to that point that made them successful, and they go right back to the bad behavior that has always gotten them rejected in the past. And so even though they may have done everything right for the first few weeks of dating a woman, if they start they go back to their old behavior, then even though she may have been falling for him, eventually she's going to reject him. And that's what you can see here in this email that I got. It's quite long. I'm not going to be able to get through all of it, but I do have it on the web page 
So if you're watching this video on YouTube and you want to see how to get the original article, just Google Corey Wayne, the games women play, and, and the original article will come up. But this particular guy, he this is his third email in about the past month and a half. And this is not the ideal situation. He's basically been having an affair with a woman who lives with her boyfriend. But, you know, last email that I got, she was talking about resolving and ending her relationship with the guy that she lives with and taking things a little further with the guy that's been writing me. But, you know, instead he started chasing her and pursuing her again. And this is what he did to get rejected initially. And then he listened to my advice, he backed off, then she came back, she started chasing him, they started going out sleeping together again. But then he went right back to the old, the old bad programming, the old bad behavior, and now she's basically told him that they're just going to be colleagues, because apparently, I guess they're both getting transferred into the same department, so they're going to be working together now. And so he says, hey Corey, office affair guy here. Since your last video, be mindful of your thoughts. Only negative things have gone down between my coworker and I. As I mentioned in my previous email, I'm out to start working with her in the same department next Thursday. I had felt she wasn't totally comfortable with that. Neither was I, by the way. But it wasn't our choice. <clears throat> Still, I felt it could be nice as long as we kept our cool around other coworkers. Well, I would say she doesn't seem to have a problem at all keeping her cool, but you're the one that's totally been coming unglued and is showing absolutely no emotional self-control at all. And if you can't control your own emotions, women are going to run from you like the fucking plague. So you need to get this. You need to get your shit together and do the right thing, because if you don't, if you don't exercise self-control, you're always going to get rejected, and you're going to be a very lonely single guy. It's been two weeks since our last encounter. This was when she turned down sex from the start. Actually, what happened was you brought it up and you went along with it instead of being, remember, women bluff to test your strength. But the reason she was backing away and testing you is because you were still exhibiting needy and weak behavior. And so she's going to continually test you to see if these assumptions that she has or feelings or suspicions about you and weaknesses that you have are correct or not. And obviously she tested you and you failed them. So we did see each other over lunch last week on Thursday. Why are you going to lunch? I mean, the idea is you're if you want to be treated like a friend, then do things a friend would do. Go to the movies, go to lunch, talk, talk on the phone and chat all the time. You want to get put in friendship zone, that's the quickest way to do it. If you want to remain her lover, then you only do things that her lover would do. Meeting her out for drinks and then going back to your place. That's what you've always done. Rinse, re rinse repeat, recycle is what I always say. I mean, you had a strategy that was working, and then you just threw it out the fucking window and went back to your old ways. I mean, it's your life, dude. You can do whatever you want. I just, I, I, I hate seeing people hurting and going through pain unnecessarily. I mean, I've already been through all this shit. I mean, I wrote, I wrote a write about it so you guys don't have to experience the same things. So he says, since then, nothing. I've tried to take her out twice in eight days, and both times she had a thing to do and couldn't make it. The first time was eight days ago. The last time was on Wednesday, so three days ago. So here's here's the thing. It's like. Why would you start chasing her again? Is I mean, this is normally when you start dating a woman, you call her once a week, 
And then after you, about the third or fourth weekend, she will have started calling you and texting you and initiating contact. So, I mean, at that point, if she's calling you and texting you two, three times a week, you don't even have to call her to ask her out on a date. And normally what would happen is then you just keep setting more dates. Well, in this particular case, you had her chasing you in the beginning and then you started trying to force things to happen, trying to force her to get rid of her boyfriend, and then she pushed you away. And then I told you to back off and not do anything at all and just wait for because she was breaking dates. And so at this, I mean, this is a special case. You shouldn't be contacting this girl at all because she loses her boyfriend, dude. You don't want to be calling and texting her. Hey, what's happening? And she's hanging out with her boyfriend or whatever. She's, you let her come to you at her own pace. It was working. And so why just stop doing what was working? I mean, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So when she turned me down eight days ago, she sent me an email since I wasn't reachable otherwise saying I can't make it this time, but we'll do it again soon. Notice that she didn't bring up a specific day to do it. I talk about that in my book as well. We're going to be working the same office soon, so we better get used to the idea we're just colleagues. In other words, we're just friends now. I respond to that by saying, just colleagues, huh? That statement is seeking her approval. She said, well, yeah, we're going to be in the same office now. I did the mistake of reading too much into it. So I told her she seemed to be strangely busy these past few weeks and that if she didn't want us to see each other anymore, she should tell me now so I don't waste my time asking her out anymore. You shouldn't be asking her out anymore because you should be waiting for her to call you, but you stopped doing that. So this is pathetically weak. What's happening is... She's not doing what you want, and now you're trying to force things. You're trying to gain certainty of where you stand with her because she's backed off, and you went right back to your old pattern of doing things that don't work. Her response, okay, we're not seeing each other anymore. Oh, we're going to be colleagues now. He says, dude, what the fuck? Can she stop playing games and communicate like an adult? He says, so I tell her that in a nice way. She responds, yes, it would be easier than having two boyfriends. No. In other words, what she's basically saying to you is since you can't keep your cool, therefore it's probably best that we don't see each other because we're going to be working together in the same department and more than likely since you can't keep your cool, you're going to end up causing a scene or a real problem for us at work because you, can't, you have no emotional self-control. So it's best just to end it. You know, just a few weeks ago, she was talking about getting rid of her boyfriend so you guys could spend more time together, and now the affair is over. I mean, that's how quickly things can change, but that's what happens when you act needy and you... I mean, the bottom line is, if you violate the principles I teach you, I can predict by 99.9% .9 certainty of what's going to happen. But your life. So he says... He says, to sort of make her jealous, I know, it's being weak, I told her that I hoped my intuition with the other woman was right. She jumped right on it, asking me who I was talking about. I told her, none of your business. She then said, oh, okay, well, I see. I wish you all the best, and immediately disconnected from the chat. I mean, dude, it's like, grade school's over, man. Grow up. It's time to start acting like an adult. You're basically, I can't get you to do what I want, so I'm going to create an imaginary lover and try to make you jealous so you'll do what I want because you're afraid you're going to lose me to this other imaginary lover. I mean, dude, seriously, grade school's over. A few days pass, and I haven't, I haven't been at the office, so our only way to communicate is via email or chat. 
Now, on Wednesday, I sent her a fun-filled email. Again, you're still chasing. You've been rejected twice, and now you're going for trying to ask her out on a third date. Saying we should meet and talk and rekindle our fun ways after what happened. I told her that I would be at X place at 7.30, and I'd be waiting for her in front of the subway. I made sure not to connect on the chat because I didn't want to give her the chance to blow me off again by chat. I saw she was online, so she did read my email. I'm 100% sure of it. Really? So I show up at 7.30. I wait for a half hour. She was a no-show. And she didn't even send me an email saying she couldn't make it, even though she knew for a fact I was going to be there waiting like an asshole. We haven't talked since, and frankly, I feel super disrespected by her no-show. It's a first for me, and it's unforgivable as far as I'm concerned. I mean, here's the deal, dude. I mean, you set a date, you sent her an email, and just disconnect from chat, basically trying to force her to meet you. I mean, that doesn't work. And you got rejected, and you deserve to get rejected. You deserve to get stood up because you didn't have a definite date. When you, you ask a girl on a date, you invite her, hey, would you like to go such and such place? And she's either going to say yes or no. And but in this case, you're trying to force her to, because she's not doing what you want, so you're trying to force it, and you got rejected. And so at, at this point, I mean, like I said, don't call her, don't text her, don't do anything. You're going to be working together starting this week, and so just act like nothing has happened. It's not a big deal. I mean, she put you back in friendship zone, and so until she calls you or emails you and tells you otherwise, you should be dating and meeting as many new women as possible and practicing the things that I teach. And if she does call you or text you, set up a simple time to meet together for some drinks so it can end up back at your place. And if she doesn't want to go and do the kinds of things that you always used to do, just say, hey, I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in being your male girlfriend. If you want to hang out and have a good time, give me a call. I'd love to see you. I'd love, love to hang out, hook up, whatever. And that's the best way to handle it. So go, you know... The, I mean, at this point, it's pretty. I doubt whether you're going to hear from her again, but she's obviously pretty unhappy in her relationship, so you never know. But you've acted so weak and needy at this point. I mean, you might not hear from her again in that respect, but I guarantee you if you continue to pursue her, you'll get rejected 100%, and she'll ha lose all respect for you, and that means you'll have absolutely no chance at all.